Wicked Friends. I'm Alexa. And I'm Kirsty. And this is Pacific North Wicked. A podcast about true crime and other spooky shit in the Pacific Northwest. We nailed it. Nailed it, didn't read it, didn't, didn't read fuck it. it up. I'm so no. proud. <laughs> <laughs> we have to shout out Kayla. I know, I'm so fucking excited. For making our car coasters. They're with so our, cool. Uh... Our logo. A logo. <laughs> What's it called? What's it called? <laughs> they are so fucking cool and they're in my, it's in my car. Yeah, I put mine in my car too. Yeah, I put like one in Tyson. I put, well, I was driving Tyson's truck that day, so I put them both in his truck and then I was like, maybe I'll leave one in here for him. And then I was like, no, they're both mine. Yeah. So they're both in my car. Yeah, they're both in my car. And then I see Kayla tomorrow and she made us sweatshirts with her logo on it I'm too. I'm so stoked. They're going to be so cool. I don't want to send you a picture. Yeah, don't. It. I yeah. wanted a picture. I almost asked you to send me a picture and then I was like, no, I just want to see you when I get mine. Yes. It's going to be so much better in person. Yes. Those coasters are so fucking sweet though. I know. They're fucking awesome. I, was, I wasn't expecting them to be like that cool looking because like it's home equipment, but it's like. It looks professionally made. It's perfect. Like, and it feels so nice. Yeah. Which is, like, a weird thing to say about a car coaster. But it does. But it just, like, I thought I would feel, I would feel the... The printing? Paint, printing? Yeah. Yeah, on it. Right. And like, on a don't. shitty t-shirt. Like... Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not there. Like, no. it's just all flush. Like and printed. Like, actually printed. Yeah. Not, like... I don't, I don't know. It's just so good. So, Kayla's so a wizard, is what we're trying to yes. say. And yeah. she's awesome. I'm very impressed. Yeah. And very thankful. Thanks, Kayla. Yeah. Thank you, Kayla. <laughs> and then shout out to Faith, because Faith has given us a great topic that I'm not going to spoil right now. Yeah. I don't even know what it is yet. And I don't want to. No. I want to be surprised. Yeah, because it's going to be my episode. Yeah. So don't tell me. Whether Faith's excited about it or not, I don't know. But shout out, Faith. Shout out, Faith. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now, now you go on with whatever you guys say. Okay, so, I also feel like I had a thing to talk about before we got started, but I genuinely don't rem- Oh, how about the fact that I don't work uh, with you anymore? Oh, I didn't want to bring that up. I know, but, like, it might come up later, and then people will be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Because we talked about it once. You're going you're to have to change your bio. I know, I will. Yeah. Do I have that in there? I think so. I don't remember. Oh, yeah, I did. Yeah. So I'll have to change that, yep. Well. Anyway, now I work. As a quote office specialist, but I won't say where because I don't want any stalkers. Yeah, it's a pretty. I don't think that's gonna happen. <laughs> but you never know. <laughs> our our hundred followers on uh-huh. Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could be, could be one of them. But it's a very sad time. Yeah, it is. It's been really weird. A very, very different uh, pace. I'm not like it's weird because I'll have free time while I'm just at work. And I'll be like, I'm supposed to be answering a phone call right now. What do you do? <laughs> well, right now, this is really fascinating. I'm uh, starting to become a commission notary, so. Wow. If you need documents. I actually do. Notarized. No shit. When Soon. does that finish? Uh, well, uh, here's the deal. <laughs> I was previously commissioned... And then, uh, I don't know my previous commission number, oh. so I have to find that out before I can reapply. Mm. Even though I don't, I'm going to have a new number, it's mm-hmm. silly, but I still have to get it, so. Waiting on that, don't know how long that's going to take, if it's like a day or like a week, but. 
Oh, okay. So this will be like within the oh, month. Oh, yeah. Within the month, probably. Okay. Yeah. I definitely need you to help yeah. me with something. Got you, bro. <laughs> I wasn't expecting that reaction, but okay. <laughs> when I t- I won't say on the podcast what yeah. it's for, but once I tell you off the podcast, you're, you're going to be like, are you fucking kidding me? So it's. I'm really excited now. It is. Can't wait to hear. It's either really dumb or really funny. Oh, it's both. Okay. Good. It's both. I'm excited. It's fucking sad. It's going to be good. <laughs> Hmm. Oh, I can't even think of what it might be. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so anyway, now I drive an hour there and an hour back every day. Drive is fairly pretty, but kind of boring. What do you do? Do you listen to music? or? Yeah, I've been listening to music and Morbid, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> yeah. I, have I mentioned Morbid every episode yet? I, I think I might have. I don't think the first three... I, yeah, I think I might have. We definitely... <laughs> At least once in one of the first... Well, at the end, I I fucked up the outro, and I almost oh, stole yeah. their outro. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. That was one, and then I think we did it, you did it again in a different episode. I did uh, both of the last two episodes, I almost did. Yeah. I think I just deleted one of them, because it was, like, so bad that I just, like, literally didn't talk for, like, 12 seconds. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know what our outro is. <laughs> we practiced once. <laughs> anyway, we'll get there. Maybe. Probably not. Probably not. That's mm-hmm. okay. It's fine. So, Alexa. Yes. Tell me what you know about Gigantopithecus. Gigantopithecus. Wait, one more time. Gigantopithecus. Oh, I didn't say it right. Gi- Gigan. Gigan. Like gigantic. Yeah. But instead of the ick, yeah. it's Epithecus. Gigantipithecus. Okay. Uh huh. What I imagine, hear me out here, is a twelve foot tall, uh, uh, cat. <laughs> no, doing kitty paws. No, 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 no. So but they're like squirrel. It's like a green thing, like a green bug. Alien. No. Yeah. Praying mantis. That one. Because of the s at the end. Yeah. <laughs> That's cute. I like. I liked it. You did a good praying mantis pause. Yeah. Although they're not paws, but you look like you're doing paws. So. Yeah. Now you're for sure just doing kitty paws. Meow. <laughs> At the same time. One was more purr Yours. and meow. Yeah. Sorry. It's fine. Yours was good. We would make a good cat clan. Cat cult. Cat cult. I'd be in that that cult. That probably already exists, honestly. There's probably Uh, a few cat cults. Oh, absolutely. Gigantopithecus. No, I can't fucking say it. (laughs) Gigantopithecus is the largest ape to ever live, Mm -hmm. measuring in at up to 10 feet tall and 1,100 pounds. Is that right? I mean... It sounds right. That seems like a lot. Well, because... But yeah, I guess that would be. Yeah. I mean, if they're massive. Um, or... Like a, that's like a horse size. Three meters and 500 kilograms, if you fancy. No. I don't fancy either. Uh-uh. But, like, there's people listening in Europe's oh, area, Oh, that's so, true. You know. Yeah. I'd like them to be able to convert it to a reasonable, useful number. Also, U.S. is kind of dumb, so... I was you know. just going to say that. I was like, well, the U.S. is the only one that doesn't comply. Yeah, right. It doesn't make sense half the time. So, Gigantopithecus thrive for six to nine million years in the tropical forest of what is now southern China. Hmm. 
And then it supposedly went extinct about 100,000 years ago, which really isn't that long ago in the Holy history of crap. like time. Yeah. Um, at the beginning of the last plesio... Nope, I wrote the spelling. It's spelled like pleistocene, but it's pronounced pleistocene. Pleistocene. I'm not repeating that one. Anyway, it was after the last of that <laughs> ice age. Uh, one of those ice ages, because there's apparently multiple Pleistocene ice ages. I don't know. Hmm. But it, obviously, because it was ginormous, probably needed a ton of food. Mm-hmm. And then after the Pleistocene had come and gone, I don't know, whatever. I'm not good at timeline stuff. Mm-hmm. But after the Pleistocene ice age, the forested areas where it had lived started turning into savanna landscapes. And they did not have enough food for this big fella to get by, so... <laughs> He's a big fella. Yeah. He's so tall. He's so wide. So girthy. Girthy. Well, I don't like that word. <laughs> I regret it immediately. <laughs> that is not a good word. I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, should I just say moist right now to get oh, out of the way? No. <laughs> Instantly, like eight people turned it yep, off. I'm out. All right, I'm gonna head <laughs> get out of the chair. Goodbye. Okay. <laughs> um. So, where was I? Okay, so... Girth. Tons of food. Big boy. <laughs> Gigantopithecus ate primarily fruit, and the land was starting to become primarily grass, roots, and leaves. Ooh. It did not adapt. Yeah. Um. So, they started to die off. There are other uh, primates that have slower metabolisms and can get by on a limited food, like the orangutan. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Keep that in mind. We have bones for these things, right? Yes. Thank you. Okay. Yes. Um, and actually, a lot of the images that you will see of, like, Bigfoot recreations, like life-size in-person ones, mm-hmm. are based on the skeletons of this guy. Nice. Yeah. This big fella. This big fella. <laughs> big fella. <laughs> it's also likely... That each Gigantopithecus only birthed up to a few children since they were ginormous. Or hmm. gigantic, if you will. Wait, what? What? That's where it comes from? I I assume so. Or it's the other way around. I did not study the origin of its naming. I would assume it was the other way around and that it was named Gigantopithecus because it is gigantic. Gigantic. Yeah. Probably. But also, yeah, that's probably it. Anyway, but uh, because it was so big, it didn't have as many babies, and it's usually the case that the larger the animal, the fewer kiddos that they have per pregnancy, which means that the population is a lot more sensitive to flucu- fluctuations. Um, fluctuations. Sorry, come again? <laughs> <laughs> more sensitive to fluctuations. Is that a recurring theme in our podcast? Is Fucking mispronunciations? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That should just be our name. I'm trying right now, too. I'm not, like... I haven't had a single sip of alcohol. This is just how I sound. Great. Same for me, so good luck. <laughs> oh, Lord. Anyway, so the National Geographic Arctic... Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I quit. I'm gonna be leaving. You're on your own now. I'll just hand you the iPad. You can read it. <laughs> That's even <laughs> figure out my notes. That's even worse. Everyone, oh, yeah. if anyone's listened to my Rajneesh yeah, one, a lot I'm, of breasts. And that was after yeah, a lot of so many breasts. I will not make it through. 
I'll have to take lots of breaths and I won't be able to make it through. <laughs> okay, so the National Geographic article that I read noted that a species' body size increases in the, at, like, about the same rate that the extinction rates do. So, like, bigger animals are more likely to go extinct at a faster rate than a smaller animal is. Part of that is because of the reproductive cycles are usually longer. Like, humans, we only have, like, a couple of babies in our 20s and our 30s, usually. And then there's only, like, you know, I don't know how humans made it this far, honestly. I don't know either. There's a fuck ton of Lots them, Lots of murder though. and uh, pillaging. Genocide. Genocide. That seems like that would reduce the population. I don't know. You would think. I'm not an anthropologist. No. I just work here. <laughs> this is my home. <laughs> I don't work here. <laughs> anyway, so based on my limited biology knowledge from college, there is also an abundance of oxygen millions of years ago. That's part of why some plant and animal species got so huge. So... <laughs> But the uh, amount of oxygen decreased quite a bit over time, so that's why we don't have dragonflies with a 28-inch or 70-centimeter wingspan like there were in the Permian period. Can you fucking imagine a bitch this big flying past your head? No, I'm staying inside. That's larger than my thigh. That's... Length. 28. That's like... That's, that's like, like here-ish. That's like over two feet. I feel like you're measuring like three. Here? Like, here. Like a... That's... Yes. That looks right. This looks... This is great for podcasting. <laughs> Just hold your hands up. They'll figure it out. <laughs> I'm sure they can picture what we're doing. Yeah. We're just holding our hands out past our heads like idiots. Uh, it's best that you don't see it, because like, imagine... we would give you a poor idea of what two feet looks like. Honestly. Yeah, don't trust us. No. that Yeah, that's like six, seven feet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I can, I, my wingspan is that fucking long. <sighs> okay, well, I don't know if oxygen amounts are actually related in this particular case, but it, I just thought it might make sense if it had been, because, you know. I'll believe everything you tell me. It's like the giant sloth died off. I was Love literally just thinking about it's that. So Huge. I mean, they were also pretty mean, but I would still like to see one in person. Yeah. Mammoths. There's a lot of big creatures that aren't around anymore. No. Big, hairy creatures. Hmm. That's true. All of those are hairy animals. Elephants still exist, but woolly mammoths don't. I don't know. Makes you think. I don't know what, but makes you think something. So, Gigantopithecus was around for quite a while before it died off, but it does, does it maybe have, like, some cousins roaming around? Perhaps? Perhaps. Perhaps it's just... What kind of cousins? I don't know, but let's hear about Larry Martin. Okay. Larry Martin, in 1961, hold on, all the stories I'm about to tell you are from Weird, Weird Oregon. Oregon Weird? Weird Oregon. Weird Weird Oregon. Oregon. Yeah. Great book. Highly recommend if you don't have it. It's a good coffee table book. Huh. Okay. In 1961, Larry Martin was out and about with friends in the backwoods of Alpine, Oregon. 
Do you know where that is? No. I wrote down all the locations because I'm like... Thank you. I need to know where these places are. Which is funny because it's only about 25 miles northwest of Eugene, kind of near Monroe. Oh, shit. Familiar with the area. Did not know it was there. Oh, yeah. So Larry was out about his friends back there when they spotted a good hunting opportunity. Oh, no. They pulled over. They shot a deer. Yeah. Skinned it on the spot. Because 1961. I mean... Oregon. Well, why not? Well, it depends on the fucking size of the deer. Well, hold on, though, because they were not prepared. Okay. (laughs) Uh, They were riding in a car, and they were like, we probably shouldn't throw this bloody carcass of a deer in the back seat. Mm -mm. So they left, came back with a truck to pick it up. Yep. It's about 2100 or 9 p.m. Okay. The deer's gone. It has been skinned. It is not still alive. Yeah. It didn't just, like, up and walk away. Yeah. Or maybe there's a deer ghost. I don't know. I'm playing devil's advocate. I think, like, a cougar or a bear. Honestly, that's what I think, too. So, they found a trail of blood. Mm-hmm. They followed it, probably thinking it was leading to, like, a cougar or a bear or maybe some weird woods hippie that decided he was going to barbecue up some something in the woods. Hills have eye shit? Yes, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Before they could find the suspect in this deer theft, they heard a ruckus from some brush nearby. A ruckus? So the blood led to this bush, brush, whatever you will call it. Mm -hmm. Sounded like there's something pretty angry up in these bushes. Mm -hmm. Like a, I don't know, a bear? Probably. Larry, like, did a little turn with his flashlight to check around, which, like, he turned his back on the bush that's jiggling around. I wouldn't have done it. I don't know. When Larry turned back around toward the brush where the noise was coming from, a six-foot-tall beast with human-like features was about five feet away from him and lunged at him. Oh, shit. No, thank you. Terrifying. He described it as looking like an ape or a gorilla or something similar, probably weighing around four to five hundred pounds, with a hairy face and broad shoulders. An alpine? So his weight estimate made, estimate made me question my weight estimate previously, because that's, like, a lot different. I might have missed, I don't know, whatever. It doesn't matter. Well, okay. It's a big boy. That's what this one's only six foot. Yeah, I was going to say, muscle weighs more, and you said 10 feet, 1,100 pounds. Yeah. So think about a horse essentially standing up. I'm thinking my stepdad is like 5'9". Yeah. Right. No, he's like 5'10", 5'11". Okay. When he's heavy, he's like 220, 230. Not the so, same. Not the same. Because also human, not, like, ripped muscle beast from the woods. Yeah. But, like, if... Like, 300 pounds about of chunk, like, chubbiness mm-hmm. is gonna look a lot different than 300 pounds of muscle. Yeah. Right? That's a lot more dense. Yes. So probably. Yeah. So 10 feet. Yeah. Ripped. Calves yeah. of steel. Right. With some girth. Can you imagine the calves? My god. Yeah, because it fucking walks everywhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that sounds like a lot of muscle. Yep. Anyway, so, he described it as four to five hundred pounds, six feet tall, hairy face, broad shoulders. Like, I was saying, I would honestly just think this could be some woodsy man, but it lunged at him, so either way, <laughs> they took off running, got the hell out of there, which is probably pretty smart, yeah. given the circumstances. Even if it was some human, like... Yeah. 
You just startled them, and now he's coming after you. Probably just leave. I mean, fuck, even if it's a bear on its hind legs. Yeah. That is the least interesting story I'm going to tell you. That's the least? Okay. That was Larry. On to the next one. Thank you. I'm mm-hmm. so excited. The year is 1960. What the fuck is happening in the 60s? I oh, don't know. It's LSD. a theme throughout. Honestly, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> LSD, shrooms, <laughs> I might have written that in here somewhere. <laughs> what drugs are they taking? I don't know. <laughs> the time is an unspecified hour, but pretty early in the morning. Betty Westby is a reporter. She goes into the woods with her friend, who is a psychic. Naturally. Obviously. Yeah. Friend's name unknown. They go on a walk through some woods near Concert Lake. Also, I had not heard of that. No. It's just outside of Millersburg, Oregon. No. Nope. Also didn't know where that one was. <laughs> just north of Albany. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Pretty close yeah. to Albany. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that one's easy. <laughs> Quote. I am called Flix. There are many like me, but I am the one called Flix. I'm sorry. Who the fuck said that? <laughs> Psychic friend and Betty both heard this telepathically delivered message from what is described as my favorite Bigfootish description. A quote, semi-aquatic albino Bigfoot. Semi-aquatic albino Bigfoot. You're describing the fucking Yeti. Yeah, but it's in Oregon and it's not in the snow hills, okay? It still snows in Oregon. Yeah, but, like, it's at the lake and it's the summer. Why the fuck is it albino? And I mean, what is it aquatic, could be, semi-aquatic? It's like, what's the word for, what's a frog called? Web uh, foot. That's. Web? Nope. No? <laughs> no, that's what Like I'm a thinking. salamander goes in and out of the water. What are those called? In and out. They go in and they go out. Uh, semi- Someone is, <laughs> is screaming. It semi-aquatic? <laughs> it's not semi-aquatic. Amphibious. Oh, shit. I remembered a word. I'm really proud of you. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Amphibious. Maybe it's amphibious. It's not the right description for most amphibious creatures, but... So you're telling me there's a large, semi-aquatic... Hold on. Okay. Just wait. Roaming the countryside. Continuing quote from Weird Oregon Book. Various witnesses described it... As being seven feet or more in height, white-furred, cat-eared, and despite having flipper-like webbed feet... Fucking called it. I know. (laughs) Able to run extremely fast. (laughs) End quote. Hell no. Absolutely not. Wait, but the other witnesses? (laughs) This is the end of the summer. Betty's account here. Yeah. Betty? Betty. Mm -hmm. Betty Westby, end of the summer of 1960. Okay? Okay. So back in the 50s, the lake was a popular hangout for some teens in the area. There was a rumor around the time of the 50s of a flying saucer having crashed into the lake, and it was supposedly still laying at the bottom of this murky lake on July 31st of 1960. Okay. On that day, a group of seven teenagers from Albany were doing teen things near the lake. 
A year prior to this, so 1959, a truck driver had reported a white-furred primate running alongside his truck at about 35 miles per hour, keeping pace with his truck. Oh, my God. No. I did not convert 35 miles per hour. Sorry. No. Oh, my God. It's a lot. Absolutely not. Super fucking fast. Not humanly possible. Right? How fast is Usain Bolt? I don't... Usain Bolt. Am I saying that right? He's... Yeah. He's not that fast, right? I mean, he's pretty fucking fast, but I don't think he can run, like, keep a good steady pace with yeah. a car. Let's look that up real He's quick. a sprinter. He's a sprinter. So, distance. Let's see. Okay. So, we looked it up. Alexa, say your part. 35 miles per hour is 56.3 kilometers per hour. Okay. So, Usain Bolt, the 100 meter dash, he runs at 44.72 kilometers per hour, which is fucking fast. That is fast. So, that would be... That's 27 miles per hour. So okay, still so fast. Faster than Usain Bolt. And again... This giant, hairy monster creature. Usain does short, quick sprints. Right. This is probably... It doesn't say more... how long this thing was running alongside his truck, but it was, you know, for at least a few seconds, keeping pace with this truck driver. <laughs> so, back to ni- 1960, July 31st. Knowing this story, a couple of the teens thought it would be hilarious... To scare their friends by getting ahead of the group so they could hide in some brushes. Fucking brushes. Brushes. Brushes? Brushes. I don't know what accent that is. I don't know. Or the source. Some bushes. And they're going to jump out at them. Okay. Makes sense. That's what kids do. I mean, yeah. Use. Now, when I read this story, I thought, oh no, they're going to get shot. That is not what happens. No, I just. But I watched some documentaries and that shit does happen. Kids are getting shot? Not kids, but, like, idiots trying to pose, like, Bigfoot, and they get shot at by people whose property that they're on, like... Being like, oh, shit, Bigfoot's on yeah, my property? They're probably, or they're like, why is there a bear on my property? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Don't eat my flowers. Livestock. Uh, livestock's better. I wouldn't care about bears eating my flowers. Well, I was gonna say, like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure the laws are a lot more leniency for if an animal is attacking your livestock, you know, yes. you have the authority to shoot said it to right. protect your livestock. In Alaska, if they're getting into your garbage, like, you should be getting rid of them because they're more likely to start attacking other stuff. But that's Alaska. It's different. Still part of our community. Built different. Did you uh, just that's... quote Ford? Is that what it is? No, it's built Ford tough. Oh. <laughs> built different is uh, weightlifting douchebags. Oh, yeah. They, like, do the flex, arm flex with the egg. Which is really easy to do, even if you're not muscular, by the way. You could just be chunky-armed. Yeah. Like, or you can have, like, bony me. arms and you can do it. Which, yeah. I might not be able to because I have a good combination of both bony and chunky, which might just absorb yeah. the egg. Anyway, kids are in the bushes, getting ready to jump out. Just play a little joke on their friend. Mm-hmm. Friends. There's seven of them. Two of them are in the bush. Okay. Okay. But the joke was reportedly on them. <laughs> is that a good news? news it was a really good Thank one. you. Yeah. I appreciate it. So they heard some. This is such a weird description. They heard a squishing, squishing footstep sound. Oh my god! Like a web foot. That's wet. They described it as sounding like a a shoe full of water and somebody walking. But yeah, probably more likely a webbed foot. <gasps> they took off in a sprint toward their friends because that's scary, and a tall. Upright, two-legged, white-furred creature ran past them at a super-fast speed with a high-pitched yell. 
This is how... Wait, what the fuck is that noise? Are you hearing that? I am. Is it your spouse? Probably. He's probably doing something with the flooring. Yeah. <laughs> Shut the fuck up! <laughs> <laughs> Shit, where was I? We have some creepy background noise. I know. It sounds like someone opening packages on the side of my house almost. Yeah, or like, like throwing a metal lumber around. trash tin, like just... Oh, what day is it? It's Thursday. Yeah. He's putting out the trash. Well, there you have it. (laughs) Mystery solved. Here's one mystery we're not going to (laughs) solve. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so... (laughs) This is so weird. So these teens reported their incident to the police. And that night, a larger group of people went out there to check it out. Because it's 1960 and they have nothing better to do. (laughs) So they sp- all, these people, this massive group, also said that they spotted this Flix character. He wasn't known as Flix yet. He's just the big white monster thing. Very briefly. They said they spotted it very briefly. These witnesses described as, quote, something like a gorilla or polar bear, which to me are very different things. It's fine. So the local radio station reported on the encounter, and two days later... The hunt began. Oh my god. What the hell Wait, is Wait, hold this? on. Can we just, like, it, so, throughout the 50s, the town's like, there's a fucking UFO at the bottom of the lake. Yeah, but it's the 50s, so they're like, weird shit's weird, man. Yeah, but no one, like, it's just casual. People probably still take their fucking kids to swim there, you know? I mean, yeah, but it's probably also, like, it's a small town area. It was, it's mostly rural Oregon, so it's probably, like, the locals being like, oh, yeah, there's that UFO at the bottom of the lake, ho, ho, ho. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we had um, a graveyard in the woods that were like, that bitch is haunted. Now I ever really believed it until I went out there and discovered it was, in fact, haunted. I'll tell you about that another time, but. <laughs> but it scared the shit out of me, but, like. You know, like, just. As part as, like, a city-wide rumor. No, no one was like, like, we'll go look. I mean, it's the 50s. Are you, is scuba diving not a thing? In rural Oregon? I mean, so I know it's a coastal state, but rural Oregon. I'm Fine. saying rural so well. You are rural. You heard it, right? Rural. Rural. Nope. Rural. You're not as good at it. <laughs> no, that's because I grew up rural. <laughs> I can't say the words. So did I. I actually think that was the first time I've ever said it correctly, to be honest with you. So, radio station reported it. Hunt is on. This massive horde of teenagers grab their rifles and storm into the woods. Oh my god. I say that a lot. Just a massive group of teenagers with rifles. It's the 50s and the 60s. In the woods. That alone would be awful enough. death, isn't there? There's not. I don't know how there's not, though, because they started just shooting like fucking crazy into the bushes. (laughs) Now we have to pause for a train. We'll be back. And we're back. So the reason why (laughs) Betty Westby ended up out there with her psychic friend is because all that crazy shit, no one found anything. Betty Westby was like, I'm going to go out there and find it myself. So she wrote about this crazy turn of events and decided to visit for herself, eventually encountering Flicks telepathically. Wow. Weird shit. 
Flix was also spotted in the area of Staten within the next, I don't remember how long, mm-hmm. year or so, year or two. I did not write that part down. I don't remember the timeline, but he was spotted a few places, which, how do you know it's the same one? I mean... Maybe he talked to someone else. Who knows? So that was all in 1960. Okay. I don't know if that's what caused this, but... Or what prompted it, rather. In 1977, Ted Kulongowski was a state representative at the time for Oregon and introduced state legislator... Oh, fuck yeah. What? Legislature. Quote, prohibiting, harassing, annoying, or intimidating the wildlife species known as Sasquatch or Bigfoot. Absolutely. It passed. Yes, it did. <laughs> of course it did. Of course it did. But 70s in Oregon. Why the fuck wouldn't it? But no one has faced any charges to date. If one were to be charged, punishment would would be for uh, two days of highway litter pickup. Wow. Which I I really like. Yeah. You're gonna fuck with nature... Unfuck with nature. Yeah, you're gonna clean it up. Yeah. And the final story. How would story, you prove that in court that you right. harassed I mean, that's, the Sasquatch? Somebody else had to witness it. It snitch on you. Right. Bitch. But that being said, there is a Sasquatch trap in Oregon that no one ever got in trouble for having, even though it was around and active for years. Nothing's ever been caught in it. It was only a couple of bears. But, like, regardless. Huh. Maybe that's why. Maybe because it was an intended crime that did not occur. I don't know. Yeah, you don't have a willing victim. Right. So my final story, and my favorite story, is Stan Johnson's. I don't know if he's still around. This was a while ago. I doubt he is because he was old. Uh, Stan Johnson claims, claimed, or claims, I don't know if he's still around, but if he is still around, he claims to be the ambassador for the Sasquatch people. Who the fuck elected him? Let me tell you. <laughs> Latara. She appointed him psychically, oh. telepathically. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's the queen of these beings. Yeah. And says that they are from a planet called Sitka. Which Alaska? happens... A planet. <laughs> it happens to be a town in Sitka also. <laughs> Not related. It's a planet. I don't know. Hmm. Okay. So Stan met his first Sasquatch in October of 1983 at the age of 70 years old. Seven, zero. He's 70. In 83. In 1983. So yeah. he's, he's gone. He's, he's gone. <laughs> he's gone. He might. No, he's gone. He's gone. Maybe like 100. Be like 40 plus 70 is 110 minus 1, 109. What? 70 plus 40 yeah. is 110. Yeah. Minus 1 is 109. Yeah, that sounds right. I was looking at the wrong number. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> that You're correct, though. Uh, so he was, in October 1983, Stan was deer hunting in the woods near Oakland, Oregon. Oakland. Oakland. Do you know where that is? No. It's Douglas County. It's near Roseburg. Kind of. Oh, shit. Out by drain and whatnot? Kind of. Yeah. I can't think what else is there. It's, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, it's over there. I just like the name drain for a city. Just like, like boring. Southern, do you know where Southern one is? Yeah. It's kind of over there. Oh, okay. 
Unless I'm wrong, and then I'm wrong. I didn't write down exactly where this one was because I was like, I know where this is. And now I'm like, do I? I think I do. Anyway. Well. Uh, so he is out hunting. He spots a tall tree stump with a Sasquatch leaning up against it. Casual. Just casual chilling. Yeah. I'm picturing like, uh, like a receptionist at a Verizon waiting for someone to come in with just like their elbow up on a countertop with mm-hmm. like the cross leg, like one leg crossed over the other standing up, you know? Yeah. That's what I'm picturing, but Sasquatch. Like covered in hair. Yeah. Tall man Verizon. Yes. Log instead of counter. Yep. That's what I've got in my head. Stan was still holding his rifle because he was hunting. And mm-hmm. the Squatch looked unsettled, so Stan was like, I'm just going to put this down to chill you out. It did calm Sasquatch down a bit, so he walked away calmly. Just walked away, Cash. Huh. Scared the shit out of Stan, though. So he didn't come back for a while. <laughs> he described this creature as nine feet tall and 450 to 500 pounds. A and thin. possessing, right... Real thin. <laughs> Possessing very human facial features. So Stan avoided the area until 1985, when his friends encouraged him to return to the area to face his fears. Which, like, is Fucking, that a good friend? No, I don't those know. Are dicks. Like, let's say you encounter a bear while you're fishing, mm-hmm. and then, like, you're like, well, that was scary. Your mm-hmm. friends wouldn't be like, you should go right back to that spot. Actually, I, I could name, like, three people that okay, would tell well, me to do that. Yeah. That's rural Oregon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, that's exactly what it is. So. Yeah, it is. No, that makes sense. You saw a bear out there? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> shit, let's go back. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing, though. Like, you would, like, your friends would probably, like, want to go with you to check it out. They didn't. They're like, okay, bye, Stan. Have fun. Don't die. Yeah. Or if they brought, if he brought them, he didn't report that. So he goes back out and at some point in 1985. And he claims that that is when he began his, quote, telepathic report with the Sasquatch people. Hmm. My favorite sentence I have ever written. <laughs> report, rapport. Rapport. It's rapport. Said out loud didn't feel right. Rapport. Say it, say it the whole way now. Begin his telepathic rapport with the Sasquatch Squatch people. Just <laughs> shut up. <laughs> the first Sasquatch to introduce himself gave his name as All Own. All Own. All Own. Like, um, I'm all alone? <laughs> that's how I read it. Yeah. Yeah. That's just sad. He also met All Own's mate. Naughty, which sounds like naughty. So all alone's not alone. <laughs> He's with naughty on the list. <laughs> and possibly his daughter, but not. Stan wasn't for sure. He's like, I think it's his daughter. I don't know. The relationship's complicated. Daughter's name is Lockel. 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 One of those two. Lockel. I like Lockel. Lockel. Yeah. She sounds nice. <laughs> They called themselves the Rao family, spelled with two R's at the beginning. R-R-O-W-E. Oh. Rao. Or maybe it's Rao. Rao. <laughs> <laughs> we have a little Spanish flair. I don't know. I'm not a squash professional. 
they told Stan that they hailed from the fifth dimension. And eventually, wow. after meeting a few more families, Stan worked his way up to the Queen Latara. Shit. Who told Stan that she wanted him to be an ambassador of goodwill. Stan says that their goal was to guide humanity away from its dangerous habits, quote, dangerous habits of warfare and environmental destru- destruction. Environmental He what? didn't stutter when he said it. <laughs> he- Environmental how, destruction. How do you know? Was it written I mean, he without might have, I don't, Maybe he has a speech impediment. I don't know. <laughs> so in the 90s, Stan wrote a book called Bigfoot Memoirs, My Life with the Sasquatch and was featured in a documentary called On Bigfoot's Mountain, which I haven't had the chance to watch yet because I just heard about this last night and I've been working all day. So hmm. I'm going to watch this because there's going to be a part two at some point. This has to be a series, right? Like... Yeah. Bigfoot, Bigfoot. There's so much Bigfoot stuff. Yeah. Oregon actually, like I said, has the world's only known Bigfoot trap near Applegate Lake. Where's that? Great question. I did look it up. I didn't write it down. Don't know. Let's pause. 988 acre reservoir located in the Rogue River Siskiyou National Forest. So, southwest of Medford. Jackson County. Yeah, that's going to be southern Oregon. All right, well, when you look at pictures of it, it looks like uh, kind of like an outhouse with, like, a torture metal door. Can I see it? What the fuck? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because Bigfoot's absolutely going to be like, you know what sounds nice? Yeah, and here's the other thing, too, is I read that uh, one of the things they'd use as bait was, like, rabbit meat and like other meats and i'm like but wait because if gigantopithecus was a fruitarian yeah when you maybe the reason that they're only catching bears is because is a vegetarian bitches (laughs) he's peaceful he's friendly although if he's eating deer i don't know i've slapped my leg like three times yeah that's because you don't have a table to smack you fucker. Sorry. <laughs> Anyways, vegetarian. Yeah, if, like, maybe he's a vegetarian, but I guess if he's, like, adapted to live, then maybe he would be eating meat. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, so this Bigfoot trap was built in 1974, which makes sense based on this escalation of events, because it was, like, a lot of shit going on in the 60s that... Led people to believe that there's some big hairy guy in the woods. Now, here's what I want to know. Is if Bigfoot does exist, mm-hmm. why have we not found any present day carcasses or skeletons? I think <sighs> it's going to take a mushroom hunter. <laughs> Honestly? Mushroom hunters? Good, good thinking. Find everything. Yeah, I like uh, getting my deer antlers for the dogs shown from Mushroom Hunters. Yeah, they find everything. They're gonna find yeah. all your sheds. Mm-hmm. It's called Finding antlers is called shed hunting. Yep. Sorry, shed hunting. Um, you fucking hillbilly. Yeah, I just... Hunting. Just <laughs> <laughs> Back to my roots. <laughs> yeah. Whoops. Anyways. <laughs> shed hunting. But they're also gonna find dead bodies. Uh-huh. They're gonna find... They're going to find everything. They find the weirdest shit out there. Now, one of my other 
thinkings about why we haven't found any bodies or bones or anything is, like, there is a shit ton of woods, right? Mm-hmm. And let's say they are a more, like, a smarter animal. Mm-hmm. Maybe they bury each other when they die. I've heard that theory. You I've know? heard that theory. Yep. Like, that unless you're specifically looking for a gravesite, you're not going to spot it in the woods where there's, like, all this other tree debris, right? Yeah. And if they're super strong, they can right. dig deep. Yeah. So, I think it would make sense if that was the reason. Like, things decompose pretty quickly, but not fast enough for them to just, like, never be found. Mm-hmm. But I think if they do bury each other, it would make more sense that we haven't found one yet. Mm-hmm. You know? I don't know. I get behind that one. Yeah. I think that's everything I've got for today's episode on Bigfoot. If you have a Bigfoot encounter story, I want to hear it anywhere. It doesn't have to be Pacific Northwest. I want to hear about it. Please send in Uh, your stories. So we'll accept Yeti? Yes. Yeti also will absolutely count any big hairy monster creature that is not human or bear. Send in your stories. Our email address is pacificnorthwicked at gmail.com. It sure is. Yeah, you had to think about it. Yeah, it like, is. Is it, though? Yeah. It is. Yeah. Yes. Yep. One time I was in the woods, I was sitting by myself, and I was waiting for friends. <laughs> I just... You have friends? Not a lot. <laughs> <laughs> They're probably in my head. Were you just, like, waiting for, just... like, friends to appear? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, out maybe there... Maybe I'm gonna find friends if I just sit here in the woods. <laughs> I was out there for a solid hour and a half by myself, and I'm... That's a long time. You have no idea the silence there is. I do. I'm from a small town where literally all there was to do is go into the woods. That's true. And fuck yeah. around. So. You know the silence though, and then you yes. hear something like I actually really love that silence until you hear the something. Yeah, and then you just like, but you can't see it. Yes, and it's getting dark, and you're like, mm-hmm. "What on God? Like, oh, what did I hear?" Dusk is like the worst time. Oh, because it fucks with your eyes. You're yeah. like, it's still light, but it's not. What did yeah. I just see? Any sort of movement. Like a bug, and it's like, was that a person? (laughs) Yeah. Like, I've heard branches snap and stuff, and I'm just like, oh, yeah, it's a bear. Yeah. It's terrifying. But if I ever hear a tree knock... But I rode in on a bike, so I'm, like, literally fucked. No matter which way I spin it. Right. If I run into a bear, cougar, or anything. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard some bear attack stories associated to bicycles. Yeah. And, yes, you can't fucking get away. No. Not in going up and down hills. They're shockingly fast. They're dumb fast. Mm-hmm. Anyways, but that was just... I like hearing the spooky I shit love that happens the in the woods. Shit. One time, uh, my family and I went camping. We had this little shitty camper. We always somehow got, like, campers for free when I was younger. Like, my dad would... My stepdad would, like, find a, like, $100, $500, like, some just something that somebody's trying to get rid of because it's, like, some old piece of shit. Mm-hmm. So we always had some type of camp trailer or camper. So we're out in the woods, first time with this camper. That's not really part of the story. But we get out to, like, go set up. It's pitch black out. We are in this, like, big open field type thing. Mm-hmm. We have our dog with us. Oh, no. He's completely black. I thought he was still in the truck. Oh, no. I turn around and there's some fucking eyes glowing at me from the woods. Mm-mm. I'm like somewhere between seven and ten years old. Mm-hmm. Today that would scare the shit out of me. Oh, then 
I was on the verge of tears. Oh, yeah. I was so scared. And it was like, he was, it like, it was a big open field. So he's mm-hmm. probably like, honestly, like at least 50 yards away from me. And I just see these fucking wolf eyes glowing at me from over nope. there. And I'm like, I'm going to die right now. Because I really couldn't see that it was him. Like, the moonlight was doing nothing at this moment. And then he, like, walked closer real slowly. And I'm like, oh, you motherfucker. You scared me. But, like, in child words. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, you darn tootin' booger noodle. But <laughs> I don't. That's so gross sounding. Oh, disgusting. my God. That's way worse. <laughs> oh. <laughs> anyway. My friend and I were camping out in eastern Oregon mm-hmm. one time. And with her, and we were little. We were, like, 11. If, have you heard a bear in the woods? Like, running. No. Okay. Oh, but I've heard, like, sound effects of one. It is like so the, loud. The, the yeah. exhales. And you hear... My like, dog kind of sounds like that. Akka yeah. honestly does a little bit sound like, like that when he gets going. And it's just crashing it's through the woods. Pounds. Like, everything in this pathway is getting snapped, and you're hearing that, like, this massive thing move or whatever. And we're in a campsite... In the middle of nowhere. This is not a real campsite, okay? This yeah, is that's like, how we used to camp. Yeah, this is, you're finding a backwoods, mm-hmm. you're pitching That used to be the tent. only way we camped. And so you got coyotes, right? Sorry, coyotes. Coyote. <laughs> I'm going to say coyotes. You got coyotes out there, right? And yep. if you hear, you've heard coyotes howling and stuff. Yes. Terrifying. Yes. So imagine hearing those running around in your camp. Like, you know they're there and you're in a tent. And you're hearing no. them run outside. And then <laughs> no. hearing a crashing noise from a fucking bear coming down this mountain. Oh my god. We did not sleep. I don't think we slept hardly at all until like the sun came up and we thought we were safe. And then we were like, listen, we're sleeping in the back of that car. Yeah, We cannot would, be fucked to sleep in a no. tent Mm-mm. for the rest of the time. We last summer, the summer before, went camp. It must have been the summer before because we didn't have the camp trailer yet. Uh, we went camping in, like, the Christmas Valley area, mm-hmm. and this campsite that we stayed at, it was, like, a free campsite, and it was, like, a, a farmland area okay. or something. Yeah. So we had, like, cows walking through our campsite the whole time, and Atka's with us, and mm-hmm. so I'm, like, scared that he's gonna, like, freak out and try to chase him. We had bulls walking through there, and I'm like, he's going to get in a fight with a bull. I was so scared. But at night, they would still be walking through, and so that scared the shit out of me because you just hear them, like, clomping through. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, what if they, like, don't see the tent and just, like, trample us in our sleep? Yeah. It's yeah. terrifying. It's scary as shit. Yes, it was. Anyway. But I do want to hear any encounters anybody has with Bigfoot, please, please, please send them in. Yes. It doesn't have to be well-written. Nope. I just want to hear your stories. I as well. I as well do, too, also. Thanks for listening. And thanks for being part of our Wicked Pack, you wicked bitches! Follow us for more fascinating true crime and spooky shit in the Pacific Northwest. yee Woo! I love your woos. They're my favorite. They're so cute! (laughs) 